Welcome to the Business for Good podcast, hosted by myself, Megan Lampke, where we inspire people to dare greatly, do good, and impact lives while reimagining their businesses for good. Join us weekly as we interview top executives, founders, and business owners to learn why they've decided to add an impact component to their products and services. This show is partnered with Venture, a nonprofit organization based in Minnesota, where their vision is to do tough things to reach people in tough places, working with their Business for Good platform. To learn more information or to get involved, visit venture.org forward slash business for good. Now let's dive in. Hi, welcome to the Business for Good podcast. I'm Megan Lamke. Our guest today has spent over 25 years in the financial and wealth management industries, working with portfolios of excess of $150 million. She transitioned her career from wealth management to real estate investing, and that allowed her to pursue her passions which is teaching financial literacy to women and creating a safe space for them to ask tough questions and performing dance therapy to help people who are going through some very challenging illnesses and diagnoses. Allow me to introduce our special guest today, Karen Urser. Welcome, Karen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be part of this. I really believe in your mission and what you're doing and anything I can do to, to, to help along your business and spread the word about businesses for good. Awesome. Well, great. Well, Karen, we know a little bit about you professionally, but share, share a little bit about yourself in your own words personally and then professionally. And then we'd love to hear what, what caused that catalyst to be focusing on business for good. Absolutely. Well, you know, I was in the traditional business in the traditional investment world for nearly 25 years. And um, in 2014, I was in a horrific car accident. And I, um, you know, I T-boned a car and I ended up getting seven contusions on my vertebrae and I was in bed for 12 weeks. And in, in that moment, um, I had been in the rush, 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 all about the business world, all about, you know, corporate climbing, all of that. And I literally had just finished reading the book of Philippians just before that happened. And actually, I'm almost getting Terry thinking about it. But in that moment, I realized, oh, my goodness, this is giving me a moment to take pause and think about what I'm doing. And it takes a car accident to slow me down. But you know, you know, the Lord uses lots of different things. And so I went through that recovery process. It was about 12 weeks. I, I was, you know, bedridden most that time. Then I got better and I thought, this is wonderful. And then early, and so that happened in August. And so early in January, I started to lose my memory. I I um, had trouble finding my words. I got lost taking my son home. He had to get me home. He was only 12 years old at the time. It was really scary. And they didn't know what was wrong with me. And this went on for about four months. And then eventually I found out that I had Lyme disease. And, And I literally had to get rehab. But, you know, it's amazing how the Lord can really be there to help you in the times of 
of, of trouble because I, he actually was there to help me to continue to work in the financial business um, and be able to support myself. So I literally showed up for that and then literally was mush brain after that. And it was amazing until they figured out what was going on with me. And so Lyme disease, you know, for your viewers who aren't familiar, there really aren't any traditional therapies for that. So I had to end up going to all of these different places to try to get some help and figure out what's going on and also to rehabilitate my body. I read, I, I then um, discovered a way to get some infusions and they really did help me start to turn my life around. And in the middle of that, I then found out I had um, third stage colon cancer. Oh my gosh. And, but the fact is, had I not been getting my infusions for my Lyme, I don't even know that I, I would have been able to survive that. And in that, I, um, I then sat down. It's like, okay, I'm either going to be healed or I'm going to heaven. I'm okay with either outcome. And, you know, very shortly, I was actually delivered from third stage colon cancer. And that was in 2015. Wow. And at that point, um, I had to continue since I used alternative means, I didn't use traditional measures. Um, I, I was rehabbed for about another three years in an infusion center. And in that time, I was able to meet so many people during that time and be able to touch people's lives and the fact that I had had so many struggles, but yet I came in with joy every single day and I was able to find that and find purpose. Mm -hmm. And then the final thing, the final equation that I really feel like was that really helped to deliver me from it was I discovered worship dance. Ah, and okay. I actually had, like I said, I've been a go, go, go. I've been an athlete all my life. You know, I was built. And one of the things that was, was difficult for me is when I got so sick, I lost all that weight. I lost all my mm -hmm. muscle and, you know, I've been a long-term athlete. And then literally I was sitting there, you know, and, and I was at a women's retreat and all of a sudden I started listening to the worship dancing and I literally or worship music. I started dancing. And then I literally looked up in the heavens and said, there's got to be a God if this girl can dance. <laughs> and That's and so then awesome. actually everybody that was there, like, oh, my goodness, are you a professional dancer? <laughs> and I'm like, I have a gift. I had no idea that I had. And then I proceed. And then I proceeded from that point forward to um, to I, I became a certified dance worship teacher and then I became a licensed minister of dance. And then I actually got ordained last year. Oh my gosh. Wow. And, you know, and that's amazing. You know, what, what, what God did for me in all those times was preparing me for this time where I could actually help people with dancing. And so I literally, as I would dance, you know, I would just, it almost like I'd just feel the, you know, the, the lime, like almost melt off of my body. And then what would happen is for, for my, um, for part of my dance program, I had to report, record myself dancing um, and, and, you know, which I had to do on YouTube and pass into the school, yeah. but then friends and family would say, Hey, 
let me see what you're doing. And then they would start sending these dances to people. And so I start getting these messages from people that were telling me that they actually found healing. And there were times they watched the dance and they're like, I could barely get out of bed this morning, but your dance lifted me up. And I, I actually, my ministry is called Energized by Joy. Oh, that's so <laughs> awesome. What I love about your story, Karen, is that you use these tests and these trials and these hard periods of life and you allow God to work through you and work in you to reveal more strengths and natural giftings that you had, and you use them to impact others. And like you just said, create an energized joy. That's remarkable. Tell us more about how many people have you been able to impact and what oh have some goodness. of the results you know been it's, like? It's interesting. You know, I, I started arrived, you know, I arrived at this, I've been doing business all morning. So I love switching hats because <laughs> I have to tell you, I have, I have actually reached over 2000 people with my worship dancing, 2000 people. Holy and the cow. interesting thing is, as we're here, people listening to this podcast, this is hot off the presses. The Lord has used my businesses to have me talk about it because you know what? I know you'll have thousands of um, listeners as well. So by that, I'm actually reaching your listeners as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I meet all these people that are in the business world, but they're actually more interested in what I'm doing on the dancing side Yeah, because you know, one of the podcasts that I was on was talking about it was, it was, it's structured for secular business people, but it was like ways to find purpose and peace mm -hmm. outside of business. And it was like standing room only. Everybody wanted to learn all about it. So, so I actually, so I'm, I'm actually, my, my website will actually be up in the next week called Energized by Joy. And on it, I, so I've actually also, I, I, I've written my life story to the Psalms. It's like a journal entries, mm. and um, in the and I'm in the middle of writing this book called uh, Fireside Chats um, with God. Okay, and, and just talking about my conversations I've had with Him over the years, and um, and and I was also included in this book called Aspire Women Finding Their Purpose. But where I have found that you know, God is using this dance to help people. And, you know, my, my brother had dr struggled with drug addiction growing up. And then my youngest son actually was um, going through some addiction this summer. And I was actually able to use that into dances. And I was, I was on this website for, for parents with kids struggling, parents struggling with addiction. And so I give them my dances. Mm. Is, 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 is hope. And to receive those letters from people to say that I was losing all hope that my son would find recovery because I do this dance called restoration. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it, it looks at a person um, before they were hurt, before the trials of life hurt them. And it enables you to see them in that time, not through their brokenness. Mm. And then the dance turns into how God uses that morning and turns your, you know, dancing into joy. And wow, that um, sounds beautiful. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I love to do. And I mean, and how many, 
dancing portfolio managers do you know? And <laughs> you know so it's like, what, what, what's your uniqueness? <laughs> you know, yeah. funny you asked me that question, you know, early on the show, you're like, what sets you apart? And I guess I don't know that there's anybody else in our industry that can say that. That's no, I do not know what you would get, but I think you will soon have a handful of recruits of women who are like, yes, I want to know about financial literacy, but also I want to dance and have restoration and have change in my life and that's yeah absolutely so you know you know so I call them activations because what I'm really doing is I'm moving and I'm turning God I'm turning God's words into movement you know some people resonate with words some people resonate with movement people resonate with all sorts of different things but what the beauty of movement is you get you out of your head Mm -hmm. when you are moving And when you're thinking about, I'm doing a dance for one, this is between the Lord. This is my gift to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And then people get blessed by that pureness Mm -hmm. of that connection with the Lord. And then it's amazing. It just extends, you know, through, through the zoom and through the, you know, the YouTubes. (laughs) Yeah. But, but but people want to learn about it. So I've actually, you know, recruited quite a few people to the, to the, um, to the program. And I also was just invited into an international collective. Oh, and what it is, it's a, yeah. Yeah. I did. And in fact, just, it was just about four weeks ago. It's an international group of worship dancers. And then what we'll do is they send a message out and they'll say like, let's, does anybody, I feel led to go to Kenya. Does anybody want to go to Kenya and dance with us? Oh and my gosh. whoever feels led to go, we go. So we travel the world. And what we do is we just, yeah. So what we'll do is we, you know, we'll go to a town square and just turn on the music and people start dancing and they're just like, so something's going on here. What's happening. And then obviously, you know, it's, it's a form of evangelism as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a very unique way to, to, you know, let people feel the spirit of God in a way that's not, you know, fire and brimstone, which is how, uh, how so many people here you know, the, the, the great word. Yeah, that's true. Well, between the story with your brother and your son and the 2000 people that you've been able to reach, like you've have to have this plethora of stories of hope and restoration and life's change. Maybe what's some of one or two of your favorite um, impacts that you've been able to make through this dance ministry? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really interesting that you say that because I've, um, I just recently became a John Maxwell certified speaker and I have to give a three minute speech and Mm -hmm. in two weeks. And one of the stories I was going to tell is about a woman at the infusion center. Her name was Gretchen and she was sitting, you know, I had gotten into a huge argument with my son and I came in feeling so upset about mm-hmm. what was going on. And then I walked into the infusion center that day and the, you know, and everyone's like, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. But my nurse, Michelle, she knew that that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. And so she came up, she gave me a big hug and I started crying, telling her about the argument. And then um, I went and sat down in my chair and I looked over in the corner of my eye and there's this old lady, she's coming over with her oxygen tank. And she says, I don't know what to say to you, but can I pray for you? And I'm like, of course you can. Oh. And so she, so she prayed for me. And the amazing thing was at that point, she said, 
she had been sitting in the infusions or we'd been getting infusions together for almost two years together. And we really had never spoken. We both kind of, you know, we were keeping to ourselves about that. And she says, I know your story. And I know about how you, you know, your dance helped your cancer. And I also know how the infusions have helped it. And she said, do you mind looking at this, um, and this protocol that my doctor just gave me to see if it, you know, if, if it could help me. And I looked over and they're actually missing two key ingredients to this. And, and I told her about him and Dr. C walked in and Gretchen said, Hey, you know, Karen just told me about this. Um, what do you think about it? And at that point, Dr. C actually added these to to her protocol, Gretchen got a whole nother year of life. She was supposed to die any day. She got a whole nother year of life from that infusion center. And at that point, I thought if the only reason I got all this was to save Gretchen and give her another year of life, it's been worth it. Uh, One week later, I walked into the infusion center. Gretchen was sitting there getting her protocol when my doctor came up to me. And that's when she said, Karen, you can get your port out. You're healed. You no longer have to be here. Wow. Oh my gosh. Talk about giving. That's so remarkable. I mean, Karen, if you publish a whole story or a whole book of just stories like Gretchen, man, you'd be a bestseller. Just well, that's actually what it's about because I've been writing these and everybody keeps telling me, you know, I got to share these stories because whenever I share just one piece of it, they'll say, can I share it with this friend and that friend and that friend? And so, so that's why I'm compiling them. So I'll be putting it on my, my energized by joy blog. I'll also, so there I'll also have activations because with the activations, Ours, you can either do them one-on-one or you can do them with a group of friends. Believe it or not, I'm actually doing a, um, a bachelorette party for a group of women at church. And I'm actually going to be worship dancing for the bachelorette party. <laughs> it sounds awesome. I'm sure it'll be a memorable event. Yeah. Well, I know dancing isn't your only ministry and your only cause that's near and dear to your heart. So tell us a little bit about the financial literacy courses that you offer for women and and why did you start offering them? Yes. You know, so I, you know, so I've always had a heart for women, you know, that's always something that's been very important to me. And then, um, what, you know, at, soon as I left the traditional investment business and I thought, you know, I really want to help women. I want to reach out to women and and help them in in this space. And so one of the things I realized is women just are not comfortable talking about money for the most part. It's a topic, you know, it's, we got this cultural thing going. I don't need to go in there. You know it well, but women just is not a topic they're comfortable talking about, but you, you know, this probably as well as I do, women are in control of over half the assets in this country. Yeah. I've heard upwards of 80% of household finances are managed by women and absolutely, but yet they don't want to talk about it. And they're the, and in part of it's because there are lots of things they don't know, but they don't need to know. They don't know where to go. Don't even know what questions to ask. And so what I've created with financial literacy for her, it's a place for women to come and learn about finances. You know, so we talk about budgeting, we talk, in, you know, but we also talk about the importance of what's your dream? What do you want? Where do you, you know, and are your finances in alignment with where your dream is? What did God create mm-hmm. you here to do? Mm-hmm. And are, are your behaviors taking you there? 
And yeah. so, so it's not only about finances, it's also about mind, body, spirit, making sure your whole life is walking in alignment towards something, whatever God created you to do. Mm-hmm. And we're here as coaches to help you. You know, I've done a lot of mindset work. So, you know, I, I work primarily on the mindset part of it. My partner, Erica Neal, she's really focusing on the, the mechanics of finances and mm-hmm. doing that because you really can't have one without the other. You really need alignment. And so we we have a meetup on every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And we come together and we gather. And it's and it's like a big financial support group, like a traditional yeah. support group. And we talk about a certain topic. But a lot of times people they just need to start, you know, someplace to start, just mm-hmm. asking some of those starter questions. And then, you know, one of the big things that we do as well is you know, we have it from beginners to advanced. I mean, some people don't have two pennies to rub together. Some people have a lot of, a lot of assets, but need some help focusing on where to target them. Mm -hmm. So one of the other things I'm working on right now, and this is really where I've been capitalizing on my relationships within the multifamily space is I want to start a scholarship fund for those women that are in a demographic, you know, because it's a little bit of a chicken and an egg, right? Is how do I get started? I can't even afford the financial coaching side of it as well. So that's what, so I'm putting together to create a, a scholarship program for women um, to help them get started in with, with the idea that we'll continue to help serve each other. And as they find financial freedom, they'll be there to help others as they grow. Wow. Outstanding. Could you share some of like the stats or measurable income about the impact of this financial literacy class for her? Like, have you, how, have you at, impacted 2000 women again? <laughs> no, no, I more. haven't there, but, li- but literally that's, that's where I plan, you know, that this yeah. is a fairly new company. So we're just, was just starting out, but, but I can tell you this w- within one week of putting it out there, we had over 150 followers in five days. Wow. There's yeah. definitely a need. The yeah, yeah. In one week's time. Yeah. Wow. In one week's time. So one of the things we're going to be doing just as a preview is we're going to be packaging classes. We're going to do a beginner set of classes, intermediate and advanced. So there'll be online classes, especially for those people that can't afford the full coaching early on, but it's a good way to get you started. And yeah. so that we're in the process of doing that and we'll be putting that out there soon. Ah, I just love that. That uh, financial literacy for her is a cause that's near and dear to my heart. Like you've heard in our story many times here and that we went through Financial Peace University and that that really mm-hmm. was a catalyst for us to be able to invest, for us to be able to make a difference. And the yeah. my happiest part of my day now is being able to teach women in Southeast Asia about financial literacy, like just how do you manage your money so that you have more money at the end of the month? And like, you don't need to, you don't need to sell your kids into slavery or any of these horrible things. Like, let's just, and it's just, you know, like they talk like the two millimeter shift. They're just like little shifts that you can make that can bring you into total freedom. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just uh, two, two minute habits is what I've referred to them, but I like that two millimeter shifts. That's really wonderful. Well, where can people find more financial literacy for her about the work that you're doing with your dance ministry? We can, we can put them. Excellent. So, so we have financial literacy for her 
And it's and it's and it's called financial literacy for her, just as the name says on so on all the social media. So you can find us on LinkedIn, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram, and our website, finliteracyforher.com. And the other way you can find us as well is you know, we've got a YouTube channel as well. And not, and we also have what I I've been doing what I call mindset minutes. And they're just little things to talk about courage and talk about you know, bravery and, 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 you know, the mindset issues that really help people encourage them along. The other thing is energized by joy. And that is my ministry. And if you want to learn more about, 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 um, the dance, the worship dancing, you can go there, you can see, you can see, actually get a sample of what the dancing looks like, as well as the, um, as well as the activations that you can do as, as well as some of the, the blogs of some of my stories. And starting um, on April, no, excuse me, on May 1st, I am in a multi-author contributing book called Aspire, Women Finding Their Purpose. And in there, I talk about a lot of the highlights that I just talked about here um, on this podcast. Awesome. That's so exciting. We'll make sure to include all of that in, in the notes. The last segment that we want to transition to is Again, our audiences, business owners, entrepreneurs, founders, and many people who are innovators and looking to start their own career, branch out on their own, um, but they have this heart for the common good. What advice would you have to them around developing a purpose that's tied to their business and um, really firing up that passion that you so clearly have? Well, they, they- well, well, the, well the, the question, you know, one of the most common things that I've seen as I talk to people about this subject is, what's that topic that speaks to your heart? What's that thing that just, let, you know, lights your fire? And, and, and also, most people, they've had to have some sort of personal experience mm-hmm. with whatever that good is. You know, like, for example, you know, I saw all those women um, coming into my offices at the end of their careers and wanting to do something about that hurt my heart to Mm -hmm. see that, you know, and another, you know, and just when I was talking about some of the drug addiction issues, as well as the, the health challenges, those are things I had a personal experience with because, you know, testimony, testimonies are very powerful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that, and testimonies go, you know, your faith testimony, as well as your business testimony, whatever testimony you've had, if you've had personal experience, people say you walked in my shoes. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And you're going to have more passion behind it. And then, and then, and then again, that goes back to earlier what I said, what going in alignment, what matters to you, what's your purpose. And those businesses will start presenting themselves and and you'll be able to find something that speaks to your heart. Because if your heart hasn't been in need of something or a help is something at some point, that means somebody else out there has had that same kind of issue. And then you'll also start meeting other people that have those kind of like-minded topics and things that they Mm -hmm. care about. And you come back together and, you know, Erica, my partner and I, love to talk about one plus one equals five. Mm, and yeah. that's what I try to tell people, you know, because we God created us to be collaborators. Mm-hmm. And when you bring that energy together with people that have the same kind of passions you are, it's amazing what be, can be created from that. That is so true that one plus one equals five. And that the more you put it out in the world that 
hey, this is who I am. Here's the stuff that I've triumphed over, that I've struggled with, and I've found my way through um, this type of challenge, but I've overcome it with the help of God that now I can serve that group of people that used to be me a season ago. And I think that that's so beautiful that you've really allowed your businesses and your ministry to come full circle, to use some of the more challenging um, aspects of your life and really transform it into good. So thank you so much, Karen, for being on our podcast today. It was a pleasure getting to know you more. You are, you are welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited for all that you're doing, Megan. You have, you're thank doing you. wonderful things in this world. And, you know, just that I could, you know, be in a small little part of that. I feel very honored. Oh, thank you so much. We'll put all the show notes in uh, for how to connect with Karen. But until next time, Dare greatly, do good, and make an impact. This has been Business for Good with Megan Lampke. See you next time. Thank you for joining the Business for Good podcast. Make sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share this with a friend.